is Market Open Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations and insights from leading ASX-listed companies. We welcome our host, Stuart Walters, for another episode, where he'll talk to the individuals behind Australia's top companies of tomorrow. Joining me today is Paul Berend, CEO of Cyclone Metals, ASX Code CLE. Paul brings more than two decades of experience in iron and steel across blue chip and junior mine companies to Cyclone Metals and has a proven record of identifying and developing early stage projects. He is now looking towards developing a flagship Canadian magnetite iron ore project, which has just demonstrated its capacity to produce a world-class concentrate. Paul, thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. You've just announced Block 103 Iron Bear Metallurgical Test Work results. How significant is this announcement for Cyclone and how have they stacked up against other companies? Well, they follow up on the results that we announced the Blast Furnace Concentrate a bit over a week ago. And what we've achieved now is essentially a direct reduction concentrate, which is a high FE and ultra low silica product. And why it's significant is because it's a very rare product, which uh, is very low carbon in terms of the footprint for steel making. So there's only actually two other producers in the world for this type of product. Um, let me just put that in perspective. Uh, the FE grade is 70.6%. The silica is 1.2%. That compares with our blast furnace concentrate product of an FE grade of 68.7 and a silica grade of 3.4%. So, um, and if you want to put that in further perspective, if you consider, for example, the iron bridge uh, concentrate, magnetite concentrate, that is a 67% FE product, but they have a silica of 5%. And it's very significant because this product is aimable for producing DR pellets, which is kind of what steel mills uh, are looking for right now. So a bit technical, but it is exciting. We achieved that by adding just a step of reverse flotation on our blast furnace concentrate production. And that means we can switch it on and off. Uh, and we have a high FE recovery rate, so that bodes well for us. What led to this breakthrough? Well, look, it, it, it all derives from the resource itself. So when we picked up this resource, we realized that there were literally no deleterious elements in your body itself. Um, and that it was just a question of driving the right metallurgical test work. We have a phenomenal team. Uh, the gentleman driving the metallurgical test work for Paul Gamillan, his appointment was announced about a month ago. Paul uh, was uh, the, uh, he designed the Pilbara blend that Rio Tinto uh, sells. It's their core product that they sell at benchmark prices in China. He's also a steel maker, he ran the world's, well, the largest blast furnace in the Southern Hemisphere, which was an Iskol blast furnace. Um, I know there's not many blast furnaces in the Southern Hemisphere, but it sounds good to say that. Anyway, he's an experienced toolmaker. That's the point I'm trying to make. Uh, he's, he knows r and He has been involved in designing pellet plants, but we have someone there who's exceptionally qualified. Uh, we have a lab which is highly qualified as well in Quebec City. All of this conspired for us hitting it straight on the head if you like, in terms of getting to this outcome. It's an outcome which might be more exciting, to be honest, to steel mills than it is maybe to retail markets. But 
um, you know, we're still makers and our clients are still makers. So for us, that is more important. So what could this mean for steel manufacturers? Well, essentially what it means, uh, as you probably are aware of, you know, the European Union is putting carbon taxes on steel products. The way that works is any steel product which is imported or produced in Europe pays a tax on the carbon content of the steel. There's about two tons of CO2 per ton of steel um, for a typical product, which in terms of dollar value is about $120 per ton. Steel sells for five to $600 per ton. That's a huge tax. What this product does, it offers opportunities for steel mills to substantially reduce their carbon footprint, depending on their process. It could be up to a half, it could be 15% in some cases, but it's substantial. And therefore, these types of magnetite, super clean products are immensely valuable in the shifting world, including for people who want to export to Europe. So uh, for steel mills, this is very exciting. Steel mills, and I come from the steel industry, need proof that you can deliver what you promise. Everyone says they can do DR, you know, concentrate, but in reality, nobody can. Um, so we are producing currently bulk samples. Um, Q1 next year, we'll have bulk samples of the DR grade and the last furnace grade concentrate. Steel mills will see this, they'll be able to touch them. And that should put us in a great position to start you know, substantial conversations around joint venture agreements. Because obviously this is a huge strategic project and we're going to need the right partners to pull that through. So that should be happening shortly. Our focus on the product is proof of concept. We don't need to demonstrate that we have a huge resource. Anybody can see that we have access to rail. Everyone can see that we have hydropower. So we think that the key is to demonstrate that the product is real and build a pilot plant using, you know, sediment from a, a resource to demonstrate that it all comes together nicely. We've touched on this a little bit, but what excites you most about the next six to 12 months? Look, there's there's a, obviously a financial and upside to this. You know, the, 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 the stock is, is not valued well by markets. I think there's still skepticism in the retail markets, both for iron ore as a product in general and as a commodity in general, and for these magnetite projects. I'm not concerned about that because we don't need money. We've got about $8 million of liquid equity ahead of us. So we've got plenty of cash to fund our operations. Um, what I'm excited about is finding the right partner to develop the project, which will unlock this value. Now when people see us, uh, working with some of the tier one trading houses, steel mills, which I think we will achieve. Uh, that should get the retail markets excited. So I'm excited about hooking up the steel mills. The other thing I'm very excited about is what it means for the region. We've had some phenomenal engagements, very good engagements with the local communities in Shefferville, which is kind of the tower, which is 20 k's away from our deposit. Um, it's, an, it's a mining town on the decline. Um, and it just, for me, it's it's important to sort of, you know, offer opportunities to do something which makes a difference in, in people's lives. And I think we can do that. And maybe the other thing is, you know, people talk about sustainability. There's a lot of virtue signaling. But to be able to leverage hydropower on this type of scale, 
who could use steel with low carbon, low pollution in general, uh, in a way which is sustainable using the best practices we have here in Australia. That excites me. That's maybe the node in me, but I want to demonstrate that you can do low carbon and low cost and high quality all in one. We're coming into the Christmas period. Do you give yourself some time off before reflecting on what you've achieved this year before looking ahead to 2024? I think 2024 is going to be a great year, so we're going to enjoy a really good Christmas. Things have worked out. We've hit pretty much all the milestones that we set out to hit. Uh, we will announce a substantial resource upgrade, hopefully. That can't be guaranteed, but it's looking good. Um, and next year, you know, we'll start seriously working on our environmental baselines, finding these JD partners. Um, it's a pretty scripted process. It's not that complicated. I know that people always go on about you know, how hard it is to develop mining projects, but with goodwill and transparency, uh, I think I think we can do it. Um, the scale here is is massive, um, so it's going to stress the infrastructure in Canada, the power grid. So we we need to you know address all these issues one by one. Uh, but there's a phenomenal amount of goodwill in new farms on Labrador and Quebec and mining jurisdictions. Um, so I know there's a perception that Canada is, you know, I'm going to put this in quote a bit woke. Uh, we haven't experienced any of that, you know, very pragmatic. Uh, even our interactions with the uh, the, the local Indians, uh, the, the, who are French-speaking, the Inuits who are based in Shefferville, there are other groups around still yet need to engage with. But they were very pragmatic. They want us to behave well, not mess up the lakes. And we're certainly not going to do that. But, you know, all of that, I think, will come together well. It's going to be a, you know, journey. It's not going to be overnight. It's going to take time. But I think we can, if we do the right thing, we'll get the right outcome. It's, it's the short sort of, those are my thoughts for 2024. Um, you know, as I said, Resource upgrade, JV agreements, bulk samples. We'll have a scoping study, which should deliver some pretty exciting results. We're working on that right now. We'll have a pilot plant operating in Quebec, so steel mills can actually feel, see the process that we we will deploy. Um, yeah, it's it's all it's all happening. So 2024 will be intense. So big rest for Christmas is a requirement for the whole team. So get some rest. That's kind of the instructions we're giving to the team. Spend time with family because 2024 is going to be a blast. Cyclone Metals has had a huge year. It's clearly an exciting time for the company as we approach 2024. Paul, thanks for joining me today on Market Open Podcast. You're welcome. That concludes another episode of Market Open Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, LinkedIn, Twitter, rss.com and marketopen.com.au. Until next time, happy investing. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of this material as legal tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. Market Open and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent, legal, financial taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, 
recommendation, endorsement or offer by Market Open or any third party to buy or sell securities or other financial instruments in this or any jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the security laws of such jurisdiction.